0: So we have this issue with Cantonists, uh, children that were taken away from their parents during the times of the Tsar, And the Mittel Rebbe as a mimer to explain why this was done, why the Abishter caused the, these events to come about. He first starts off explaining what does it mean, a mitzvah by the Abishter, what does it mean the Abishter wants you to do something for him. The truth is that this that the wants you to do a mitzvah is a lot higher than anything that we could understand. And this that certain mitzvahs came into understanding and they were given reasons is only to be able to answer to the Gaim or anyone that asks us what's the logic behind it. And as we know that chukim don't have that reason, even that external reason. But the truth is that both the Chukim and the Edes and Mishpatim, they also come from a place that's higher than understanding. And the only way that we can relate to them is just like a little child that is repeating over words from a very wise man, and even though the child doesn't understand the depth behind it, and he really doesn't get any of the wisdom at all, he just memorizes it over and over again so that he can repeat over the words. So he's left with just a bunch of words, words that, comparative to other words that he has, are equal and have no meaning at all to himself. Obviously, the to Ebershter the himself, these words have a lot of meaning. And when Ebershter made the world, he wanted to do goodness for people. And the way to accomplish this is he gave us mitzvahs. He didn't want that the goodness that he gave us should be for free. We should feel that we deserve it or earned it so, he made that we should work for what we're doing, we should do a mitzvah, and by that, he'll be able to reward us with the kindness that he wanted to give us from day one. Now, the problem comes up is if a person does the mitzvah just for this outside reason of the reward, you end up not doing what the Ebershta really wants. So, a, re- a mitzvah really is contained of two things there's the actual mitzvah part, but there's also the feelings behind it the avenir, that are the wings that allow it to fly up to its ultimate height where the mitzvah originated in kesser. so we have this conversation between the abhishthira and avram Avinu you know, that the Eberster told them that the the Yidden will one day need to repent for things they did bad and to will be able to bring kabonis and avram Avinu you know, wanted to know all be when we won't have the basin migdash and abhishthira said that at that point, they would be able to learn about the carbonus and with that alone, it is as if they brought the carbon. So now the question comes up is if that's the case, that through learning alone you could accomplish what a, a carbon accomplishes, why would you even need to bring a carbon during the times of the base of You could just learn about it even during that time. So the learning should apply all over. So the answer is that in truth, a mitzvah really means doing what the Abishter wants. Wherever you find yourself, if you're in a position that you could do more, where you could actually do a mice for the Ebrister, so the only way you could actually express that feeling of wanting to connect to the Ebrister and doing his mitzvah by actually bringing the carbon, if that possibility is not available, so then you fulfill it through learning about it. But the point is, is that you're going out of your way to do anything you can to follow what you're told to do. In that is where the mitzvah lies, in trying your heart out through Monsieur Nefesh to do exactly what you can possibly do. Sometimes it'll fall short. Sometimes it'll be punk fakert, that you won't even be able to do the mitzvah. And with this alone that a person has pain from not being able to do the mitzvah, Hashem considers it as if you did the mitzvah itself. Now why is that? Because the opposite side of pain is enjoyment. In general, the Ebersher wants us to do his mitzvahs through enjoyment, through simchashal mitzvah. But where a person cannot do the mitzvah, like for example, all those mitzvahs that were taken away after the beis e was destroyed, and he left us with 86 mitzvahs, the way to do those mitzvahs that we don't have is by learning about them and having tar by not being able to perform them because since tsar and Tainug are two opposite ends so you're, you accomplish the same thing you can reach out through these wings of love and fear you could reach out to Kesser through the pain when you don't have the opportunity to do it through simcha and the same thing exists, let's see, if we're talking about reading about the carbon Pesach, learning about the carbon Pesach, uh, in Arab Pesach we say that if a person is a shamayim will have that tsar that he can't bring that carbon, and that'll cause that the learning about the mitzvah, the wings to the mitzvah will be that pain that the person has that he can't bring it. Or similarly we find by after taking Chatzai is the Torah that you learn after the crying that a person was, that a person learns Torah afterwards until uh, the sun comes up is, is done through Simcha the learning is done through Simcha because the whole point of the mitzvah the whole point of the learning is all to reach that point in Kaser so in general learning Torah alone brings a person's Neshama to Chachma Vatzilas which is below Kaser but what enables that that learning should go up the keser alone is, depending on what we're talking about, if it, if he cannot do the mitzvah through the tsar that he has while learning about that carbon oilah, it causes that as if you brought the oilah and you reached the keser alone. Like the example that we say, a k'tiris and a before davening is a person supposed to feel, to have bitl and achna before davening and in order to accomplish person should break himself is by feeling the pain that he can't bring a carbon. Now all this will help us understand why is it that these Cantonists had to suffer and go through what they went through. So, to be clear, the only reason why the Abishter removed his mitzvahs after the base of was destroyed, it says that as, as a deer turns around while it's running away to steer at you, so the same thing to Abishir after the Khorbun, which he took away all of his mitzvahs, and there was a stock was of the iris. The iris went back up into into their original place. It says uh, elsewhere that El Chava Shuvah al-Makaymi, the Ebershir goes up to a very, very high place during the whole Zman uh, Obviously, the, the more pain the Galos, the longer the gallus, the higher the spot that he's, re- that he's returning to, which will cause that later to come down from a higher place. The Ratze will equal the Shuv, will return from that place, will have much higher areas. But what happened after the Chorban, that all the Mitz were taken away, the Ebershir turned his head back around to face us, to face the Yidin, and the, the remaining mitzvahs were given back to us. The Pei Zion mitzvahs were returned to the Yidin, the mitzvahs say. Now in general, mitzvahs lois ase were never bottle. An example he gives is like a doctor that tells a patient to stay away from certain foods and certain cold temperatures, and then the doctor says, and after that I'll prescribe the medicine that you need. So the Mymar says that it doesn't matter the amount of the medicine which in our case we would refer to Mit say, What matters is is the patient guards himself from all of those negative things and negative foods, which in our case refers to lois say. so if a person guards himself completely from all lois say, so then the say can bring down irish if and if God forbid the other way around, he writes there that even one lois say can block that the mitzvah say can't bring down what they're supposed to bring down into this world. So in truth, the reason why the Abishers light was removed from our world after the Chorban is it wasn't done as a punishment. The example given is when someone has a friend and they, they love that friend and anything the friend does that will cause negative feelings, so that love will, will dissipate, will go away. And the same thing here is the Abishir is really looking forward to be able to a to, table to be able to give kindness and goodness to, to us and when we share that by doing Averes, so automatically the light goes away it doesn't it doesn't have a feeling anymore that it wants to come down to our world and that's not um, a punishment as a side thing as a secondary thing in order for our Sha to separate that bad, that blemish that is clinging to the neshama after a person does something wrong, it's it's actually a kindness that in order to wipe that off, the person goes through Yusurim. But that's separate from the fact that the Ebrishter, his light, so to speak, is removed from our world whenever he did sin. So now getting back to the story of these uh, Cantonists, the Ebrishter, after going through all this time in Galas, felt that, Everyone's just doing mitzvahs on, on Hashem al that uh, no one's doing it from the heart. So even these 86 mitzvahs that he gave us that we should do, we're not reaching the point that you're supposed to reach, which is keser. There's no wings, there's no love and fear, there's no heart in what we're doing. So since the world is dependent on mitzvahs that Karl Yisrael does, and if the Kali is not doing mitzvahs, so the world should technically be destroyed. So that's what took place. The Chela Shemayim were quaking that what's going to be with the whole world after the base Magus is destroyed. And it continues during that time of the Cantonists that the Yerusha felt that there's no feeling towards his mitzvahs. So he wanted to destroy the world. And he took... These and these boys that uh, were taken away to the army, they should cause these soldiers to go and cut beards off of these young men and, and stop them from keeping Shabbos in order that... Whatever pain caused that Yid that wanted to keep Shabbos and he couldn't, it proved that he, Taka does have that rusev liba, he does have that feeling in his heart towards the Ebushah's mitzvahs because, we, like we said before, that the opposite of Tainug is tsar, and this tsar brings about that the Taka is a Tainug in the Ebushah's mitzvahs, and we're not just doing it mitzvahs on Hashem And even more so, whenever these soldiers did get a chance to do a, a mitzvah properly, And they rejoiced that they had that chance, and they did it with tremendous feeling. That also brought about that it showed how much they enjoyed doing the Abish's mitzvahs. Now, all this brought about that these soldiers should save the world from being destroyed. And he calls these soldiers tzaddik i which is an expression usually reserved for not just regular tzaddikim, but tzaddikim that you find only once in a whole generation, which... In essence, all that pain that these soldiers went through is for the benefit of Kali Yisrael, they kept the world going. Now he says that every neshama, because Kali Yisrael is the foundation of the world, is keeping the world going, every neshama has its portion in this world that exists because of the neshama. So, the Elisha makes that sometimes an neshama is tested in his own home and sometimes a an neshama is forced to go out, whether during war or whether during travels, a person is caused to go to a certain spot in order to elevate the sparks that are in that spot because he's responsible for the existence of that spot in the world. Now, you could say that there's tzaddikim in general in the world and why do we need to go through... To have these specific uh, souls and that they should become cantonists and go serve in the, in the military, and he says that there's there's six hundred thousand different uh, neshamas, and every neshama is divided up again into six hundred thousand, and it's possible that because the general soul of of these six hundred thousand is not doing any mitzvahs with any feeling, so the will cause that just one spark out of that whole neshama should go out and prove itself that it does have feelings for him and it does have a uh, rusa deliba that it wants to be close to the Eberster. And he says that even if the situation is where there's one out of a thousand soldiers from these Cantonists that ended up serving the Ebershter the way the Ebershter wanted to have simcha whenever something he was able to do and pain from not being able to do. And let's say the other 99% fell off the derach. So his first the, the Sutton has no taina on them, that, oh, before you weren't serving the emishter properly, because what, we, what you did now shows on, on the past that when you're you are did that you also don't care. He says the Sutton doesn't have that taina, and he says this, that the neshama, that one soul out of a thousand managed to accomplish, and show the that, that you didn't care about your mitzvahs, so it's enough that that one neshama was able to do it for everyone else. And through that, the Neshama was able to refine and separate good from bad. Like, in order to bring about the final redemption, you have to separate all good from all bad. And he says, like, when someone puts silver through a refinery, so there's many steps a person could take to try to refine it more and more. Now, if you only go, like, the first step, you'll end up having that, even in the Psylus, even just the raw metal, you'll have pieces of silver sitting inside of those, that Psylus because it wasn't refined so much but if you refine it all the way even in the small toilets, you won't have the silver sitting there and which is similar to what we're saying here about even if you only have one neshama that refined the good from the bad having a fire in his heart towards the evishtir that'll cause that even by the ones that didn't make it that didn't do what they were supposed to do those other 99 percent of the soldiers that the bad is also refined from the good because of that one soldier and he brings down that by the eglazov these Erev Rav, the, the fact that they were mixed in between the Yidden, so that's what caused that the Mitzvah shouldn't last forever, like we have now during goes And if these Erev Rav would be in Mitzrayim, they wouldn't be able to cause the Yidden to sin. So in order that we should be able to have terror Mitzvah, should be forever and ever, you have to separate all good from all bad. And like it says... The Rishoyim have to become so separated that you see that a Russia is Takar Rasha. He doesn't have any good mixed into him. So he becomes separated on his own that he's bad. Now, there's also a concept that whatever a person puts in now during the times of Gaulus comes a keli for all the giluyim that will take place in Mayis Mashiach that will be on that high level of whatever effort it was put in during Galus. And he says, like, that... It appears that the water covers everything across the whole ocean equally, but there are certain parts of the ocean that are deeper than others, and that's because, like we're saying now, that the person made a keli, the preparation for later. Now, this mimer from the Mittler Rebbe was quoted by our Rebbe, and he brought down that this same concept exists by Russian Jews that were behind the Iron Curtain the pain they were going through and they still kept mitzvahs that they didn't give up even on small things and the same idea that we're saying now that because of them they held up the whole world a side note is also that the mitzvah found out about this Xera of the cantonist seven years prior to it happening he was by the scene of the altar his father and he told him about it, and there was nothing they could do to stop it. And there was a time where the Mittler Rabbah was bringing with all the chassidim until the early hours of the morning, and it was very besimcha, and he thought that maybe it pushed away the Xaira And then when he was uh, dozing off, his father, al-Turba, came to him and told him that this is a serious time, and we can't prevent it.